Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Between You and Me. It is your host, Alex. And guess what? I just turned 23, everyone. My birthday was last week when I'm recording this, and um, I did actually make a vlog about it, so if you guys want to check that out, you'll know what I was up to. But I think what I want to talk about today is what I have learned in my 23 years of life, and what are the main really important lessons that I have taken away so far. Obviously, there's a lot, knock on wood, a lot of life left to live, so of course I'm going to be learning more, and of course I'm going to be experiencing more. But I wanted to share with you guys what are some important things that I feel like I've learned from, you know, the experiences that I've had so far or what I've learned from other people, what I've read, what I've even seen on social media. I do have some things that I've actually like literally learned from social media, which is funny. And I just wanted to share all of that with you because I think it's cool and I love hearing these types of things. So I was thinking that maybe you guys would too. So speaking of turning 23, before I get into my lessons, I feel like being 23, not to say like, oh my god, I'm so fucking old, because I know I'm not at all, but I feel like 23 sounds like an old age to me, and maybe I feel like that every year. Like every year when I turn older, I always think like, oh, like 22 is so old, 21 is so old, 20 is so old. But 23 is really sounding old, and I don't know if it's because recently I've been meeting a lot of people who are a lot younger than me, and they don't believe that I am my age. Like, I don't know if I should be offended by that, or if I should be, like, kind of, you know, flattered, or just take it as nothing. Because the amount of times I've gotten, like, people thought I'm 18, 19 is, you know, honestly, I'm not gonna lie, it is a little bit offensive, (laughs) because I'm like, do I, do I look like a teenager? I mean, it's not even the fact that I might look young, like, I get that, I don't think I look very old, but do I, like, have the characteristics and the, like, level of, I don't know, maturity as, like, a 19, 20-year-old? Because that one kind of hurts, if so. But I'm gonna take it lightly, because I know that I am pretty young at heart, I think so. I think I'm a little bit of an, you know a kid in a sense when it comes to what I like to do and the way that I act around people that I love and I'm comfortable with but I think I am quite mature in some levels but that's besides the point anyways let's get into some of my lessons which hopefully will show you guys that I am a mature woman and I am actually old enough to be doing what I'm doing I'm not 18 I did not just get out of high school anyways So yeah, I want to share some of the most important lessons and pieces of advice that I've learned at this age. So we're just going to get started with the first one, which is self-awareness is the most important thing you can do for yourself. To me, I think self-awareness is just the little pinpoint at the beginning of like a huge map, if that makes sense. Like to, to really understand 
just you know, your actions, emotions, and being able to hold yourself accountable for them and acknowledging who you are, you have to have that level of self-awareness. Having that self-awareness will allow you to find patterns in yourself, what you like and what you don't like, what you want to change, what you don't want to change, what you want to improve on, so you can make even better choices for yourself in your life. So it all starts from that little aspect, which I think is getting a good structure on being aware of of yourself, of your actions, what you're doing every day, how you speak to yourself, and all of that in general. Basically, to me, it's everything. It's like, if you don't start off with that, you will be a little bit lost in life, I feel like, if you don't have that level of self-awareness. Not even just lost, I feel like you'll be kind of like flying above the clouds, if that makes sense. Like, you won't really be in life. Like, you won't really understand your purpose or what you're on the earth for like why you're here if you don't have a level of self-awareness you're just on a boat cruising through the water and not really understanding what's going on in your life if you don't have that aspect of self-awareness I don't know if that made sense to me it did I had a lot of little visual imagery there but I just think that overall it is the most important thing because moving forward if you have that aspect of self-awareness now you finally have control over your life over better choices for yourself, over more stable actions and emotions and patterns. My next lesson is that you're not always going to know exactly what you want or have your shit together completely. In reality, nobody really knows exactly what they want all the time or even at all. So I don't think there's any need to shit on yourself for not having your shit together completely, especially at our age but also not even having to do with age, like just in general. If you're 50, if you're five, if you are in your early 20s, if you're in your late 20s, whatever, you don't need to have your shit together 110% right now. It's okay to leave things up to chance. It's okay to kind of just leave some things up in the air as long as you know to an extent what you want or what your goal is or what your, you know, drive is, what you wake up in the morning for. And even if you don't know that, you still have time. Regardless of how old you are, regardless of where you're at in life, it's always better to start fresh, let's say, if you don't know what you're doing and maybe you've been pursuing something else for seven years and now you're like, shit, well, I don't want to do that anymore. It's always better to start fresh and move forward with something that you actually feel more intention with and actually want to pursue or have a passion for instead of continuing doing something that doesn't really feed you in any way like doesn't really move you or excite you so it's okay to not know exactly what you want to do it's okay to not have every single aspect of your life figured out because that's what you do throughout your whole entire life so it's an ongoing journey it doesn't have to happen now it happens naturally and fluidly throughout your life so don't feel that pressure that you need to know exactly what's going on all the time it's okay to just be like holy shit, I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm just going to ride the wave and figure it out along the way. My next lesson, which I think I mentioned in a previous episode on my podcast before, but I didn't get too into depth with it, is a very common, very common lesson that I think a lot of people say is that everything happens for a reason, whether you understand it now or you don't. Now, this is something that I just recently had to learn about And it's like, in the moment, I feel like you never really know why something happens. But to me, I strongly believe that we're always on this 
path that is kind of in a sense mapped out not saying that there's fate and not saying that there's actually like one certain outcome that's going to happen in your life but I feel like everything's kind of always moving for people in a good way and we always this is a little bit of me talking spiritually if that makes sense but it's like we're always going to be led in a good and positive way but it's up to us to you know go through the hard times and make difficult choices and grow and learn from bad times in order to get into those better positive outcomes. So with that being said, I think everything that happens in your life, including the bad times, happens for a reason. And a lot of the times it's there to teach you a lesson so that you're able to take that new information that you learned and whatever it is that you learned from that lesson and continue using it forward in your life because maybe you weren't aware of something before this like event happened, anything negative in your life. So I think it's also important to detach from outcomes and let life just move in the way that it should. A lot of the times people have a big emphasis on control. I do. I talked about this before. But I have definitely a part of me that feels like I always need to be in control of everything that's going on in my life. And recently, especially in the past couple months, I've been wanting to and putting an effort into letting go of things I can't control and detaching from these outcomes that I have in my mind that I think are supposed to happen. Because, like I said, everything happens for a reason. So maybe I just don't understand the reason yet. So I'm going to let go of that. I'm going to let go of all that baggage, all that need for control and all the things that I believe are supposed to happen and just let my life unfold the way it should. Because when I eventually get to that point, whether it's a year later, two, six, ten years later, maybe then I'll look back and be like, holy shit, this is exactly why that thing happened for me to get to this more positive part of my life and I think that's a great way to look at things because it allows you to believe that there's bigger things going on outside of yourself so you're able to kind of look at what's to come and hope and pray that there are better things coming and you just have to allow those things to happen naturally instead of forcing them. All right, my next piece of advice is that I believe you are never done learning. I mean, this is an important one when it comes to the lessons that I'm trying to tell you guys because if you believe that you've already learned everything there is to learn, then you're not keeping yourself open to changing your perspective or like altering the way your mind works in any way. So if you think that you know everything right now in your point of life that you're at, then I hate to break it to you, but you're probably wrong. Because no matter what your age is, no matter how much wisdom you think you might have, no matter no matter how many life experiences you could have possibly went through, I can assure you that you always have room to grow and learn. Even when you think you've learned extremely huge and difficult lessons and found out more about yourself, life will throw you more lessons just to get even deeper into who you are. Like, The lessons that you learn obviously will come back to you and teach you things throughout your life. So never close yourself off to different and new experiences to learn because that's kind of why we're all here, to learn things, to experience things, and to become better people as your journey in life continues. So 
If you believe you've learned everything you need to learn, you will never be open to learning or experiencing new things. So keep yourself attentive and open to learning new things from different people, from new life experiences, and all the things that come your way. All right, this next one is definitely something that you guys have heard before, but I'll explain it and what it means to me. That healing is not linear. Everybody hears this all the time. Oh, healing isn't linear. Like, don't believe that you'll just, you know, heal in one shot and all of a sudden you'll be fine. Like, after you slowly get better, get better, get better, you'll just keep getting better. It's not the case, unfortunately. I'm sure we all hoped it would be. But the thing is that over time, a lot of people say that time heals all wounds. And in a sense, yes, it does. But also, I saw a quote on Twitter that said, Time doesn't heal. It takes away the freshness of the wound and covers it with new memories until you're exposed to something that triggers you. That's why it's so important to really do the work, put your mental health first, and take your healing seriously. When I read that, I was like, damn, okay. That really is important to note. Because as much as people say healing isn't linear, they also say time heals. And as much as time does heal, it doesn't heal if you don't do anything. It'll just hurt less, but you will definitely have something that'll pop back into your life that's going to trigger that because you didn't heal it. You just let time slowly make it less painful. And slowly is a key word there. Because if you're not actively trying to do things to heal yourself... Like, for example, in that quote, putting your mental health first and taking care of your mental health, then you're just allowing time to kind of erase the old memories, but it won't heal you in any means. That's up to you. You need to go deep within yourself to heal yourself. And with that being said, if you're continuously like aiming and working towards healing yourself, you need to also keep in mind that it's not just going to be an easy straight road up to success or to being fully healed like it's gonna be an up and down roundabout like crazy intense journey normally healing is painful by the way like if you don't feel any essence of pain on your day-to-day and you're kind of just numbing it and you know pretending that it's not there then you're not healing yourself healing is like exposing the wound and you know bandaging it up and putting your ointments on it and actually doing things with effort and with intention to heal yourself. So when that happens, sometimes the, a scab will be built, right? You know, then you'll pick that scab and then it'll hurt again and you're going to be like, holy shit, wait, so much time has passed. Why do I still feel so much pain? And that's just when you have to give yourself the time to accept that and allow it to continue healing because it's going to take the time and it won't be easy. So just remember that. I have to remind myself of that too sometimes. It's like when you think that you've reached a level, like another level of healing, but then all these emotions come back and you're in this pain and it feels like it just happened again, that's when you need to remember that it's normal and it's okay and to accept those feelings instead of pushing them away because that's what healing really is. It's accepting them and doing what you can to take care of that instead of being like, holy shit, this feeling's back. I'm just going to neglect it and push it away because then you're not really healing. It's also important to note that we're never actually, I believe at least, we're never actually going to be 100% completely healed and that's okay because 
it would be kind of too high of an expectation to believe that one day, let's say in 10 years, you're going to be completely healed. And after that, you're never going to have to worry about anything ever again, because that's just not the case. I think it's a consistent journey throughout your life that you're always going to be on a healing journey, maybe from different things as well. All right, my next piece of advice is that you should never compare yourself to others. What I wrote down here is comparing yourself to others will leave you empty. And I could never agree with anything anymore. I think that when you compare yourself to other people, you're genuinely just robbing yourself of your own joy and your own unique life experience and journey that you're on because you're taking away from the uniqueness of yourself and what you get to go through on this life by yourself and you're kind of making it seem like oh like I want to be like that person I want to be doing what they're doing right now in their life I want to be just as successful as they are or I want to have a perfect relationship like they do whatever it is but you're taking away your own joy you're taking away your own uniqueness and you know, what everything that's special with the journey that you're on. So rather than allowing yourself to compare yourself to other people, I think allow yourself to be happy with where you're at and content with where you're at. Next uh, lesson that I have kind of goes hand in hand with this in a, in a similar way of like comparison or like thinking about other people's opinions at least. But this next one is no one judges you as hard as you judge yourself in every aspect so this is a huge one that I feel like I kind of experienced like most importantly in my high school life when I really believed the opinions of others were way more important than anything else and I think that you should never judge yourself based on what you think other people think of you Because at the end of the day, you're always going to be the one judging yourself more. You're always going to be carrying these insecurities on yourself based on what other people think, not based on what you feel about yourself. You're taking what you, for the most part, assume other people believe about you and projecting those feelings onto yourself. And that's just not fair, first of all, because a lot of the times people's opinions on you, if they're negative, come from their own insecurities. So you're taking their insecurities and beliefs about you and projecting that onto yourself. And for what? For what? That is so not beneficial. It doesn't even allow you to sit there and try to improve because those opinions aren't even valid at the end of the day. So the only opinion that really matters when it comes to who you are as a person is your own. Let's not jump to any conclusions, right? With, you know, the judgments that people have on you. And just remember that you're your own harshest critic and you also just shouldn't be your harshest critic. It's normal to want to improve yourself. It's normal to want to be the best version of yourself, yes. But you don't want to be negative and harmful to your own self based on what other people think of you. Okay, this one is something that I've learned in my more recent like time frame. I feel like when I started really taking my career seriously after I graduated from university I started kind of taking this lesson more and applying it to my life and basically what it is is do something every day to get to the person that you want to be and eventually you will just be Ooh, I wrote that one out um what I think about this is that 
my mindset with this little like quote is that to me you're always gonna be chasing to be the best version of yourself I think that's kind of human nature we always want to be the best versions of ourselves so instead of like overwhelming yourself with all of the things that you want to achieve and all of the ways that you want to be as a person and trying to figure out today like what what am how am I going to turn let's say into a millionaire ASAP and you overwhelm yourself with all these steps and all these things that you need to do in order to get to your goal instead of doing that work every single day as the person that you want to be and then watch that just naturally happen because as soon as you move your mindset in from lack to abundance like feeling like you're already in this headspace and you're already in this part of your life that's when you will finally start moving forward and really start working and believing that you deserve to be at the position that you want to be in and that's when life will start moving for you in a way that you wouldn't expect I think when you finally start doing something every day to be the person that you want to be, that's when you're going to start seeing improvements. Instead of looking yourself... Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And being like, oh, I'm not doing that. I haven't done this yet. And I will not be able to accomplish that. You're looking at it at a mindset where you're like, okay, I'm going to do this today. And I'm going to do this every day. And it's going to prove to myself that I can get to where I want to be. Moving on to the next thing that I learned is that quality friends matter more than the quantity of friends. And I stand by this so strongly. I feel like throughout my life, I've always had a close group of friends or one close very best friend or whatever it is. And I've never had millions of friends. Like I've never had a huge amount of friends ever. And I kind of pride myself on that in a sense because I feel like it's way more important to have actually good people around you versus just so many people that you don't really have a really strong connection with and if you get to a place where you just have you know 10 20 people that you consider your good friends but none of them really know you or wholeheartedly love you and you love them then you're gonna lack that sense of emotional connection with people and not really feel you know satisfied by the friendships that you have So I'm not saying cut everyone off and, you know, like don't have the amount of friends that you have, but I definitely think it is important to know and have a secure group of people or a couple of people that you can call even close enough as family because those are the people that are going to support you and love you and be there for you no matter what, hopefully, if they're good people. Okay, my next piece of advice is to listen and take people's advice, but at the end of the day, Each choice in your life is ultimately yours. Now, I'm the type of person that will always ask other people for their opinions and their advice. And by other people, I mean like my parents, my siblings, my best friends. I'll ask them for what they think 
on, you know, big choices or, you know, specific things that are going on in my life. And I feel like recently I've kind of learned that other people's advice and other people's opinions can really sway you and change the way that you think. So I think it's really important to not let other people's opinions, ideas, and, you know, whatever they believe drastically have an effect on you. I think that it's good to be open and understanding and, of course, empathetic to other people's perspectives, but to listen to your own intuition and to what you believe at your core and go with that. It's it's so important to have a strong knowing of what you want, regardless of what other people tell you. So, as good as it is to get advice from other people, it's also important to, you know, take what everybody says with a grain of salt, almost. Maybe a bit bigger than a grain of salt, but allow yourself to understand and fully, you know, digest what they have to say and their opinions on whatever situation you brought to them. But then take everything and make a decision based on you and not based on anyone else. Okay, this next one I think is so important and it could be a big kind of subject in people's lives. And actually, I saw a TikTok on this one, which is so funny, like literally like a week ago. I think the TikTok was quoted from a book too, so I'm not sure. It was like text on the TikTok, but I resonated with it so well. So I'm just kind of like regurgitating it in a way that's like my understanding of it. But this lesson that I learned is that you're never going to be 100% ready for real love when it shows up. I think love can be really scary from my experience when, especially when you first fall into love, it's such a daunting and scary experience and you don't know if you're going to be able to handle it. So I think that if you deny yourself from love when it, you know, shows itself to you, just because maybe you don't feel like you're entirely ready for it, then in a way you are robbing yourself from the biggest growing tool that there is. Personally, okay, based on my 23 years of experience, I think love is a huge, like, magnifying glass and it helps you learn more about yourself as long as you let it, as long as you're, you know, allowing it to. And it's kind of incredible what love can do. It, it, it's meant to change you and it will. So if you're open to accepting the good, real love, like, hopefully it is real good love, right? Like, I know there's negative sides to love and relationships with, like, people that might not have the best intentions, but if you are ready for real and good love, then it will encourage you to address what it is that needs to be healed inside of you and for you to work on it. I think a lot of people are scared to get into relationships and there's this big connotation about you can't love anyone else until you learn to love yourself. And there's a part of this that is true. You need to have that self-awareness and that understanding and baseline level of love for yourself. But I think that also being in love and being in a relationship allows you to work more on yourself. And it's the biggest growing tool because you're making yourself so vulnerable to somebody else that it allows you to look inward to yourself and work on things that you want to work on that maybe if you were single or not in love or not with another person, then you wouldn't be able to figure this out because you wouldn't be making yourself vulnerable and you wouldn't be in a position to be so open with another person. So 
that's what I believe on that little aspect. But I thought it was really cute also, just that little saying as well. It's pretty cute. Okay, my next one is actually kind of an important one for me because I'm gonna get this quote tattooed on me this week and it wasn't an impulsive decision by the way if anyone was thinking this has been a tattoo idea I've had for months and I just finally decided to book an appointment but side note this is my first ever tattoo that I'm getting and I'm really excited because this quote has resonated so much with me over the past like two three years and has been kind of a mantra in some kind of sense based on like what I've gone through with my own mental health And the quote is, very simply, find joy in the present. And I think it's really beautiful because it's so simple, but it also basically means that you should live for now, not in the past or in the future, because those two aspects will leave you in a lack mindset, like I was saying earlier. If you're only thinking in the past, then you're not allowing yourself to experience what's going on in the present, obviously. And if you're only focusing on the future and hoping and praying that you'll find happiness or joy in the future, then you're never going to reach it. If you always think that, you know, whatever good is going to come is going to only come to you when you've achieved this and this and this, Or once you've finally gotten that job or finally gotten into that relationship or finally did this, then you'll reach happiness. Then you're always going to be lacking. You're always going to be in the mindset that you don't have happiness yet. And what's so important about me saying find joy in the present is that joy can be found in the present if you're looking for it. So like I said, to live for the present, not the past and the future, you'll be able to find joy if you're open to it right now in the present. And it kind of is just like a reminder to always be present and be looking for good that's happening right now. And also it's a reminder to be grateful for the things that you have right now instead of ignoring it and only focusing on the past or only focusing on the future and what you have ahead of you instead of what you have right now. So this lesson kind of goes with my next one, which is good things are always coming for you if you believe it, because it coincides a little bit with finding joy in the present because it's allowing you to be open to goodness the same way that this little um, one that I'm talking about now. What I mean to say by good things are always coming for you if you believe it is that if you open yourself and you're willing to receive good things in your life then that means you are in a mindset of abundance and good things will naturally come to you. If you're looking for good things in your day-to-day life, if you're present and open to happy thoughts and just a general like idea of that you know and believe good things are coming to you, then they will because you're focused on good. It's kind of a way of manifesting good things because you believe you already have it therefore you're in this mindset and you will achieve good things good things will come to you because you're in a mindset of goodness i always believe that whatever's going on in your inner world will reflect in your outer world so whatever's going on in your mind whether that's positivity good things you know happiness coming your way and good opportunities coming your way or a mindset of, I don't feel good, like everything bad is happening to me, I'm always unlucky, I'm always never achieving my goals, that will reflect in your outside world. 
because that's your mindset. Your inner world reflects in your outer world. Okay, those were all my lessons. Those were all the things that I've learned. Not everything, obviously, but those are some important things that I've learned and some things that I wanted to share with you guys. And now, guess what I did? I asked you guys what are the best lessons that you've learned in life so far. So I wanted to hear from you guys and see what you guys had to say. And I also think it's really cute. I read through some of them earlier and I thought that they were so sweet. And a lot of them were actually similar to the things that I said too, which is cool. So we're going to go through those and see what are some of the best lessons that you guys have learned. Um, of course, I asked you guys on my Instagram, which is at Between You and Me Podcast. So don't forget to go and follow that after you're done listening to this episode. Um, but yeah, let's get into some of your guys's best lessons that you've learned so far. Someone said, don't look to social media for relationship advice. And boy, (laughs) can I agree with that. I think that that is such a good piece of advice. Thank you for that. Um, It definitely is true. Because what have we learned about social media? Honestly, maybe in the future I'll do a whole entire episode on social media and like what I think about it. But I genuinely do believe that people, including myself, will literally only show highlights of their life. Social media is a highlight reel. We only show the good parts. Sometimes we show the bad parts too. Sometimes we, you know, touch on things that have happened to us and, you know, our hardships for sure. But for the most part, especially when it comes to social media influencers, um, we show the best part of our lives. We show the times when we're put together and the times when we have, you know, fun things going on and exciting opportunities and, you know, good things not the bad things. So it can be really easy for someone to look at a relationship online and compare themselves to it, compare their own relationship to it. So it's important that when you're looking at things like relationships or advice from people who are in relationships that you take it with a grain of salt because from the outside world, it's always going to look like they're living their best lives and they're having the most amazing time ever. When in reality they are probably going through the same things that you are. So this is a great piece of advice. Next lesson is don't keep going back to your past. Don't try to make your ex-best friend jealous. That's going back. Per. Period. This is very true. This is very true. I think there's nothing, you know, beneficial about trying to make someone jealous or being petty either. I think that If anything, you're wasting your own energy and putting your energy in the wrong places when you could be focusing on yourself. You could be focusing on more important things than trying to make somebody feel worse about themselves, if that makes sense. Like, if you're doing something to make your ex best friend or just ex in general upset and angry or jealous, then you're really no better than them if they did something worse to you, right? So... Yeah, it definitely is also going back into your past. You're opening up something that you should be moving away from. The world is rigged in my favor. I love that. I think that definitely um, has to do with my last piece of advice that I gave you guys, which is that good things are coming for you if you believe it. It's basically, you know, the same 
thing worded differently, but it's very true. It's if you believe that everything is rigged in your favor, I mean, obviously not everything's going to be perfect for you, but you're always going to be in the mindset that even if something goes wrong and something didn't turn out exactly how you expected it to, that it's still what's best for you, that it still was meant to happen. And it's just protecting you from maybe something else that would have happened if, you know, let's say this goal was achieved or whatever you expected did happen. And let's say maybe you get rejected in any certain sense, then that's also protection from something maybe that wasn't meant for you. Anything that doesn't happen will seem like it wasn't meant to happen. And anything that does happen will seem like it was meant for the greater good for yourself and that, you know the world is rigged in your favor baby um this one is from cameron who hopefully is okay with me saying her name but one of my friends from a long time ago when we were both in the same cheerleading team so thanks cameron for answering this but she said don't focus on being perfect focus on being better than you were yesterday which i completely completely agree with because it's clear we all know that we're never going to reach this idea of perfection and that we're never going to be perfect so I feel like I touched on this in my last episode about self-love too. Like, you shouldn't hold yourself to a crazy high expectation and rather hold yourself to expectations based on your own self and what you know you can achieve. So if what you're trying to do on a daily basis is be better than you were yesterday, that is something that is very achievable for you and it's way better than comparing yourself to anybody else as well. Instead of comparing yourself to another person, you're comparing yourself to your own life experience based on yesterday and then just going forward from there. So I really like that one. Someone said results are permanent and pain is temporary. This is good for school and paying dues for careers. I do believe this as well, actually, because sometimes you do have to suffer and you do have to take the hard, harder route in order to get the results that you want. So I think that's definitely very true. And it is a good thought process to have when you're really working towards something that you know is what you want. But it's also important to be devil's advocate for a second. It's also important to not suffer too much. Suffering is inevitable and that's going to happen, but it's also important to know that you're not overly hard on yourself and pushing yourself past what you can actually do based on your own mental emotional health right so you never want to push yourself to the point where you can't handle it especially if it is for your career or your school like that's going to lead to burnout so we want to be careful with that one as well but it is true that when you're working hard but simultaneously balancing and taking care of yourself, this is important to get the permanent results that you want, for sure. This is a good classic one. If you don't have something nice to say, don't say it. Period. Keep it to yourself, bitch. We don't want to hear anything mean around here. I saw the cutest TikTok today that was literally, like, I don't know if you guys know, like, this little girl, like, little blonde girl with curly hair and her dad, like, usually films her TikToks. But she was literally just like, I don't know why people say anything mean because the point is that we're supposed to be nice to each other. So I want everybody to be nicer to each other. And I'm like, period, Miss Girl. She knows exactly what she's saying. And she said it with her chest. I agree with it. I mean, you know, we're all going to be bitchy sometimes, but I think at the end of the day, a big goal should just be to be nice to others. Like, fuck it. 
what's the harm? Just be nice to people, be caring, be loving to people, even if it's a fucking stranger, because you never really know what anybody else is going through, and you never really know the hardships of someone else's life, even if they're coming across like a bitch, and they're not being nice to you. Who cares? Just be nice. Kill them with kindness. Okay, um, the last one that I see here is that everything happens for a reason. After bad days, there's always going to be good days as well, which is great an amazing piece of advice that I actually also mentioned, but I agree with it wholeheartedly. Everything does happen for a reason, and it's also very important what she said. After bad days, there's going to be good days as well. Life is going to be filled with ups and downs and good times and bad times, and it's really important to note that if you didn't have these bad days, if you didn't have hardships, you wouldn't be so thankful and so excited and happy when the good days came. You know, without the low lows, there would be no high highs. So as much as you might dread being in a low state of mind or if something bad happened to you or, you know, if you're going through a hardship, it's important to remember that it's not going to last forever. And that's a fact. It will not last forever as long as you allow that. If you are in a hard moment, if you are in a hard part of your life, take it one day at a time and find joy in the present, baby. Holy shit, that quote just kind of resonates everywhere doesn't it but yeah I just feel like you need to believe good days are coming for you because they are because if you have experienced sad times and difficult times then you know that the opposite is going to happen to you because you felt the lows so now what's next the highs there's going to be highs don't you worry always look forward to them okay So, unfortunately, I posted the story pretty late, like, only, like, a good, like, 15-20 minutes before I started recording, so I didn't get too many of your guys' responses ready. I should have done it earlier, but that's just me being a little last minute with it, but I hope that you guys enjoyed um, all of the lessons that I was able to um, share with you guys that I've learned throughout my life and what some of you guys got to share with everybody as well. So thank you guys so much for responding to my story with your answers. And of course, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I love you guys so much. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I hope that you take some of these lessons with you throughout your life. And if some of these resonated with you, if some of these didn't, if you have some other lessons that you want to share, DM them to me, of course. And I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye guys. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm-hmm.